Hey, welcome back. It's Robert Fleming, one of the partners in the Tucson, Arizona elder law firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC, and one of the other partners, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman. We're going to talk about tinkering. Oh boy, Robert, that sounds fun. We're going to tell you not to tinker. Elizabeth, I'm I'm getting kind of frustrated. I keep seeing this among my clients. Do you see this? People who come in and they do their estate plan and, and maybe they have a child with special needs so they have a trust for that child and maybe they want to to make sure that uh, the house that that child is living in gets to them or gets to their trust and we do all of that in the, and, and then I don't see them again for five years by the time they come back somebody has told them they should do a beneficiary deed on the house and Somebody else has told them they can't name a trust as beneficiary on their IRA. And somebody else has told them that uh, it's a lot more efficient to just do beneficiary designations on their brokerage account. And they've completely bollocked up their estate plan. I see that, Robert. And one of the reasons I, I see that, I think, particularly in cases where I've got clients or a client who's really, really eager to get things just right but also is feeling time sensitive about finalizing things. Sometimes I find that those people are the ones who push to get things done really quickly and then sign before they've actually even thought really about the implications of what they're signing and how things will work. So then when they tinker, they're tinkering because they actually didn't realize that there's no tinker necessary. <laughs> they're tinkering because they're trying to fix a problem that doesn't exist, but they really don't know that because they may not understand how their planning works or comes together or what we've done. And so I do see people tinker, and oftentimes those folks are kind of nervous, nervous about whether their documents are just right. And sometimes that happens when people are in a hurry. So, hey, folks, don't tinker. Once you've come and seen us or any lawyer who's qualified to do what, what we do, uh, to do your estate plan. Don't make changes in beneficiary designations. Don't transfer property in and out of your trust without talking to us to make sure that you haven't changed your estate plan. Because we have had clients who don't come back to us. We don't catch the, the changes they make. And they actually change the outcome of, of who gets what. They may have, as I suggested at the beginning, they may have created a special needs trust for a child who has a disability. I had this case not that many years ago where a woman had created a special needs trust for her daughter and then also named her daughter outright as beneficiary on her life insurance. And that meant that the daughter got half of her inheritance outright and only half of it in the special special needs trust. And that fouled up her eligibility for benefits, required a whole bunch more legal procedure. We had put the beneficiary on the life insurance into the trust so that uh, so that it would go to the to the daughter's special needs trust. There are ways to do that directly, but she had been persuaded by somebody that she needed to make it clear that her other daughters were not to be beneficiaries. Don't do that without talking to us. And I think the conversations, Robert, that we have with people can sometimes be five or seven minutes. Yesterday, I had a phone call from, from someone. She had asked her investment advisor to call me to talk about beneficiary designations because she was pretty confused about who she should name and what would be consistent with her estate plans. It's great. I had a wonderful conversation with the investment advisor and we both agreed that the most practical thing I needed to do was to go have a home visit with my client and really talk about the implications of different beneficiaries, how they'd been named, what the terms of this woman's will say. 
And I appreciated the financial advisor just calling to give me a heads up that she had been tinkering. And um, you know what? It, it's an easy thing for us to do to have a meeting, whether it's a five-minute phone call or whether it's a home visit or an office visit, just to talk about beneficiary designations and why you might want to tinker. And when we talk about tinkering, Robert, something else people do is they'll actually write on their original documents and cross off people's names and remove and replace people with other people. And so then all of a sudden you see this legal document that's been marked up and it's very very hard to tell over time as people initial and date and reinitial what is actually the current term of the document and along a lot of times you make those changes on the document they are not effective they don't actually change anything they just assure that there's going to be some litigation about your estate so you want to make changes I'm sorry that we charge money to, to prepare documents, but that is what we do. That's how we make a living and how we help people. So come back and tell us what it is you want to do. Uh, you know, the, my very favorite tinkering story is the client whose CPA, CPA, mind you, photocopied the trust that we prepared, had it converted into a Word document, changed the dispositive terms, printed it out, and... Uh, and had the client sign that and completely fouled up their estate plan. And then the CPA retired and then died, so we couldn't even yell at them very effectively. Um, fortunately, the client was still alive and came in a little bit chagrined and embarrassed and said, my CPA told me I shouldn't have to pay you to do the small change that we were making, uh, and I probably shouldn't have done that. No, you shouldn't have done that. You completely changed your estate plan. And, and all to save a couple of bucks. And Robert, when people are sensitive about how much they're spending on their estate planning update, just let us know. We can figure out a, a way to, to work out a fee that is reasonable for you. I mean, it's it, our goal is to make sure that you've got effective documents that reflect your wishes. And if your circumstances have changed and it's become difficult to pay uh, normal legal fees that we would charge and you're an existing client let us know that figure out how we can meet in the middle on these things I mean I I hate to hear stories where people have started to do their own estate planning or marking up documents or trying to you know create a word template because they won't don't want to come back in and, and pay for a trust amendment it it really pains me and kind of bums me out and so I just wish people would be open and honest about their needs and I also wish Robert people would slow down to really have a conversation if somebody is debating about how to create a provision in their trust or what the terms of the trust that we've prepared say please let's talk about it before you sign I mean, I think that estate planning is truly a process, Robert, and when people really push it, that's when the tinkering happens and that's when mistakes happen. I think we should clarify for our listeners who may not be trained lawyers that really bums me out as a technical legal term. So folks, don't tinker. Uh, we actually would be delighted to sit with you again and, and explain what you've already done and, and whether you have correctly identified the beneficiaries on your 401k and and your life insurance and your, your brokerage account, whether they ought to have beneficiaries, whether they ought to be titled to your trust, whether they ought to identify the trust created in your will. We're totally comfortable having that conversation about all of those different things. And to having it, we're okay having it periodically if we need to, because we know you don't live and breathe this stuff the way we do. And, and it's sometimes kind of counterintuitive and difficult. So don't tinker, come in and see us. Right, Elizabeth? 
Right, Robert. All right. I'm Robert Fleming. You've been listening to me and Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, two of the partners at the Tucson, Arizona elder law firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC, with a little bit of addition from Rosalind Franklin, the, uh, the, the, the house dog. And uh, we hope that you'll join us next time and that Rosalind won't. <laughs>